When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, stranger. The Opus is moving out and into a new season as we continue to explore the ongoing legacy of music's most iconic records. I'm your host, Adam Unz, and this season we're celebrating the 45th anniversary of Billy Joel's fifth studio album, The Stranger, a record whose critical and commercial success catapulted the piano man to superstardom. Helping us explore this classic collection are artists like Billy Joel's drummer Liberty DeVito, Regina Spector, Andrew McMahon in the Wilderness, Rozzy, Lissy, The Arkells, Bayside's Anthony Renari, and Ben Folds. Great music shapes lives, shakes rafters, and embeds itself into our culture. So let's find out why only the good die young as we deep dive into The Stranger. The new season is out now and is brought to you by the Consequence Podcast Network and Sony Legacy Recordings. Find us at consequence.net or wherever you get your podcasts. Consequence Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome to The Spark Parade, a show where I geek out with artists and entertainers about their cultural spark of inspiration. I'm Adam Unz at Spark Parade on all social media. Thanks so much for joining me. It's been a while, right? Sorry to leave you hanging like that. I've been cheating on the Spark Parade with another podcast called The Opus. It's from Consequence Media and Sony Legacy, which is super cool. And my first season is out now, or at least three episodes of it are. It's about Alice in Chains' album Dirt, which just had its 30th anniversary. Um, it's great if I do say so myself, and you don't even have to be an Alice in Chains fan to enjoy it. I mean, that's what my mom says, so you believe her, right? And even if Alice in Chains aren't your thing, each season of the Opus focuses on a different album, and the next one is pretty exciting. Just saying. Anyway, I digress. Back to this show. Uh, I've got some super exciting guests coming up for you, very much including today's guest, Singer, songwriter, and YouTuber Cave Town, who spoke to me about his spark, the amazing animated series Adventure Time. It is a lovely conversation and a great way to ease you back into Spark Parade life. I've kept you waiting long enough, so let's just get to it. Quick Cave Town facts Robin Skinner, known professionally as Cave Town, is an English singer, songwriter, record producer, and YouTuber. His style blends elements of indie rock, indie pop, and bedroom pop with mellow, gentle ukulele ballads. As of June 2022, he had amassed over 8.1 million monthly streams on Spotify. His YouTube channel sits at over 2 million subscribers and has 398 million video views as of June 2022. That's a lot, folks. Uh, his brand new single, Frog, is out today, October 19th, 
and his brand new album, Worm Food, will be out on November 4th. So check those out. Quick Adventure Time facts. Adventure Time is an American fantasy animated television series created by Pendleton Ward for the Cartoon Network. The series follows the adventures of a boy named Finn and his best friend and adoptive brother Jake, a dog with magical powers to change size and shape at will. Finn and Jake live in the post-apocalyptic land of Ooh, where they interact with Princess Bubblegum, the Ice King, Marceline, BMO, and others. The series is based on a 2007 short film that aired on Nicktoons. The full-length series premiered on the Cartoon Network in April 2010 and ended its eight-year run in September 2018. And there you have it. So let's cut to the chase, shall we? Here comes my chat with Cavetown about Adventure Time. So the first port of call is always kind of your origin story with um, this this piece of work. So do you remember getting turned on to Adventure Time or when you started watching it? I I actually only, it's, I mean, fairly recently in, in, in terms of the scheme of my life, like after like the whole, after it had all finished, I started watching probably like maybe two years ago and I just like made my way from the start. And now that I've like made it through all the episodes, I'm just kind of, I, I have some of them like downloaded and I can just like shuffle them in the background just like all the time. And it's kind of a comfort thing for me now, even though I haven't really, most people I think have watched it since like childhood, but yeah, it's kind of a bummer for me because I want more, mm. but obviously it's all gone. So I'm just like re-watching and like, yeah, pretending that I'm watching again for the first time, but yeah. Yeah. Amazing. So was this like a kind of pandemic era thing when you started watching it? Or Yeah, I think so. I think I, um, I can't remember what exactly prompted me to start watching, but yeah, I feel like, I feel like it was kind of pandemic era. I always have to like sleep with something playing. And once I'd like made a start on it and I was hooked, I would just kind of have it playing through the night and I'd wake up and it would still be playing. And it was just kind of like comforting. But yeah, I got I got like super into the all the lore a bit, just like as the whole series progresses and it gets like deeper and deeper into the character stories. It's just like so fascinating and like so well told and like everything that like, links together at the end. And it's it, I feel like I learned lots from it. Like it's like stories that like with like life lessons that like, like kids are gonna really appreciate. But like I feel like I like learn a lot of special a lot of like important things about like like your like relationships with people around you and like relationships in yourself and i feel like it's just like so well done in that way yeah yeah it also like it feels to me sort of contradictory in some ways that it's you know a kids show that to my mind kind of appeals more to adults than it does to kids um and it's really fun and light but also has this kind of serious core to it like it doesn't it's not frivolous it's not saying this is fluff it's like there's substance to it um and also it's something that feels comforting it feels like something that kind of makes you feel at home but it's these short sharp episodes so you can watch one you know they're 11 minutes long 
if you just have a minute and you're like, I just need a little bit of that, you can grab one and it's right there. Um, and yeah, you know, like what you said, there's this very rich, dense lore. There's so many different characters. There's so much stuff going on, but it doesn't feel overwhelming and you can kind of dip into it and watch an individual episode and still feel satisfied, even if you've never seen it before. Um, you know, I guess that's true, more true for certain episodes than it would be for others. But yeah, it's uh, all of that stuff kind of bubbling uh, together. <laughs> totally. Um, I guess, like, are there specific things about um, the story that you connect with more or specific characters? Mm, yeah. I can't think it's the specific characters that I connect with. I feel like pieces of each character can kind of are relatable. Yeah, I definitely like feel like, yeah, the characters in it have definitely like gone through a lot. And you kind of forget that when you're watching, especially like the more fluff episodes, because it's just like a kid's, it's like a little, little character. But then you actually remember that like they've actually like, they're like thoroughly traumatized. Especially when you like get into like the the heavier episodes like near the last couple seasons and stuff. And I feel like, yeah, you can kind of draw parallels even though like obviously like I haven't like witnessed the end of the world or whatever. But you can draw parallels in like certain things. Yeah, I, I feel like the best things that I watch, I can kind of I don't know, I find myself like like I leave like sometimes with like some Shio Ghibli movies and stuff, I'll like get so connected to a character that I, I end it like feeling like I am them almost like I've, I've like empathized with them so much and like I like feel their pain and stuff and I feel like that's really well done especially when you like watch like there's a few like longer kind of like series of episodes like near near the end that like kind of hold together like there's like stakes um series and then there's the one where he like where Finn goes and like finds his like family like the humans on the island and the one where they come back after that and all the all the elemental stuff and when you watch those it's almost like a short film or even like a kind of a long film I guess but um yeah I find myself like leaving watching those like feeling like I'm part of the story and like really feeling for these characters I can't think of like who my favorites are they I kind of I I, I love Bimo so much he's so cute and my mind is blank just because it's just like a massive world yeah there's so much but I think that stuff that you're saying about the the kind of connection to the world, I think, you know, in another contradiction, it's or not contradiction, it's just like these two opposing things happening at the same time. It's this world that, you know, the foundation is the apocalypse, essentially, like this is, you know, the entire world has been destroyed and it's kind of been built up from the ground up. And there are little hints of that, you know, cars buried in the ground or whatever. Um, but it's not really it's not the focus it's like alluded to but no one ever really you know there's not a a very special episode about what happened and war is bad or you know blowing things up is bad and then all of this world building that is you know inspired by like dungeons and dragons and video games and all that kind of stuff but again having these very human things you know it uh people making friends wanting to find love having you know uh family issues whatever all those things thrown in in this very sensitive very delicate way but it's also hilarious and silly and there's a million things going on so um yeah it feels like a really great balance and like i said i think a very good pandemic uh watch um you know 
pretty pretty easy on the eyes and doesn't make you feel uh kind of helps you to escape from the world yeah yeah definitely i recently i started watching steven universe as well and i kind of i can i'm getting like i'm starting to get the same feeling with it where yeah the more i watch there's more and more like the the lore of it and like the the main storyline that comes up and it's like really powerful and you can kind of see you can see where like what they're tapping into for people in terms of like like self-identity and like self-expression and stuff and it and stuff that maybe it wouldn't be so explicit to like a younger audience and but it's just like it's so geniusly like put together to kind of teach even yeah teach even kids that without explicitly saying like what the lesson is it just yeah just like part of the story yeah and some cartoons it does feel like they are they do really hit you over the head it's like and the moral is right yeah at the end they'll just like sum it up explicitly and it's like yeah okay (laughs) right and there are some episodes of adventure time where i feel like it almost goes in that direction but the ones where there's any movement towards something explicit a lot of times it's like and the moral is blah and then three seconds later the opposite thing happens and it's just kind of off in a different direction so you know it's kind of like teasing you with um you know uh what what normally has happened in in other cartoons but yeah like some other really subtle things that i was noticing just even in the first season moments where a character will say and then i kissed her with consent, of course, and just, you know, like uh, <laughs> throwing in these like subtle things that I think little kids may not pick up on at the time, but they can absorb that stuff over time. So, um, yeah, it's really great. One thing that I found interesting about the production of it is that normally with animated shows, all of the voice actors are record their parts separately, like with The Simpsons or something. Each person goes into the studio and records their stuff separately. And with Adventure Time, everybody was in the same room together. So it was like a radio play or something. Um, And I think you can kind of feel that, that they're all really bouncing off of each other. And um, yeah, it just feels like it feels like they're having a good as good a time as you are. So, yeah, I thought that was really exciting, too. Definitely. Like after I finished like the whole um, like all the seasons, I I really like going and like looking up to the voice actors and like putting a face to the voice. It's like really interesting to watch them do like live reads and stuff and and especially like tom kenny and like his whole like range of voices that he does for like spongebob and then ice king obviously and and yeah it, it's kind of it's it it's it's weird to kind of separate that voice from like the cartoon character that you're like used to seeing but yeah they're definitely like all like are genuinely having fun and they seem like so connected to the story and the characters it's really and it really comes across like in the episodes as well but like they really like embodied those roles even even though it like all ties in at the end there's like so many questions that aren't answered and like but in like a good way i feel like a lot of series will end they'll like go on for too long or something and they'll end and feel it feels like a forced ending and it doesn't tie up enough and it leaves lots of things unanswered and people get very frustrated but i feel like they the writers definitely like understand like like the community that was built around that is built around adventure time and like the holes that people like to fill in themselves and kind of like respected that even in like the last episodes they didn't like fully answer everything about like the past and about about gold and everything spoiler but about about all of that and it and it just leaves people to like imagine oh what 
what happened to Finn afterwards, like, and, and in the, um, in the distant lands, uh, like short films almost afterwards. Um, and you see like, where you see Finn just like comes in at the end of, um, one of the distant lands episodes and he's like grown up and he's like fully missing his arm, but he's like embraced that now. And he has like a Jake tattoo and everyone's like, Oh, did Jake die? What happened? And then obviously there's the, there's another distant lands where I think Jake does die and he has to go and find him in the dead worlds and stuff. And yeah, little, little Easter eggs that like pop up in those like future episodes that kind of hint to maybe what happened, but I just thought how it leads you to kind of figure it out. And I've, I've like read a few, I've like watched a few like videos on YouTube of people like giving their theories on what happened. And it's just like really interesting, fun to imagine. And I, part of me like really wants them to like do more distance and explain stuff, but also it's like nice to, to, for people to fill it in themselves, I guess. Time for a quick break because somebody's got to keep the lights on around here, but we'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. The, the show does a really good job of avoiding patronizing its audience. It's like treats, uh, you know, there's again, the two sides of it that it's like little kids, all of the Easter eggs, all of the kind of subtext are, it's all going to go over their head. It doesn't matter for them. It's just like bright colors and, you know, silly characters and whatever. Um, but for adults, when there are all of these really, uh, there's just like these intricate details in every episode and it's, it, it every episode is so densely packed. It doesn't feel like it's 11 minutes long. It feels like a normal episode of a TV show. Um, and I think it is because they take such care to really fill that time with um, stuff that feels important. It's not, there isn't any dead space. Um, and, you know, having that kind of, yeah, the ability to avoid patronizing your audience, to have all of this world building coming into things and to leave enough room for you to draw your own conclusions and not really like spoon feed everything to you. You don't need it all spelled out. I also, the style of animation, there's something about hand-drawn animation to me that feels very, I don't know if it's like more, it's not more tactile. I don't know what the word is that I'm looking for, but it's like feels more like something I can imagine somebody drawing in front of me instead of like looking like it's in you know involving the power of many computers and a whole sea of animators which is still the case with this like you know there are computers involved but it just feels a bit more um 
like something that exists in the real world. And I think that really helps with the, um, add something to the, to the storytelling as well. Mm, yeah. I love that. I, I definitely prefer like hand-drawn stuff over like digitally animated things. I think it also, it helps people who like want to be able to like draw their own like fan art and stuff. Cause I feel like obviously kids aren't going to be able to like replicate a 3d animation and it's like so it's so simply drawn as well but like so the characters are so distinctively adventure time you can like draw your own characters and like they still look like part of the world and i feel like yeah with like 3d animated stuff i it always kind of like for me tends to like push into like uncanny sometimes Mm. which can be yeah less satisfying to really to watch yeah, I, I love the style of it. I love how everything's all like rounded. And I was watching um I was watching uh the, some of the elemental episodes the other day and there's like a bit where they go into like the big like ice uh pyramid that's part of like the the ice elemental quadrant or whatever. And it's like pitch black down there. And Finn's like, oh, it's like we're at the bottom of an ocean. And it's like I was just like really impressed at how they managed to like capture that feeling with just like flat two-dimensional images like it seriously looked so dark but they had all these like pixels like like of like I guess like ice or or snow like like floating around and they were just kind of lit up by one one light just around them and it was almost like they were like floating in space but yeah I just say the atmosphere was like so well done even though it was like all completely flat there was no like shading in that way I think it, yeah, that's like a really special kind of art that I think is hard to accomplish with with full like two dimensional drawings. So I was impressed by that. Yeah, and having that kind of anim- uh, style of animation uh, with all of these like totally incredible imaginative characters, that it just feels like it must have been so much fun to write it and to come up with these characters like you know lady rainicorn and things like that that are just like all of the little details that go into building that character and just the way that she looks and the, her name um it's it's all so amazing and all of that detail goes into every single character it doesn't feel like any character is like um throwaway it's there's so much thought and care that goes into every element of it yeah totally i i, I love like all the different like weird characters and is it yeah and so there's like one that comes to mind is the um life-giving magus who has like oven mitts in his hands because if he touches stuff it comes to life and like they all just look so weird but it's but they just work so well and there's like reasons for why they look weird it's just it's almost like yeah it's like everything is like a dream and also like i love the dream scenes like when they have actual dreams like where where Jake is dreaming about like going to see his brother or something and it the way that they like the way that all those scenes kind of like flow together and all like the weird stuff around it just definitely like, feels like the weirdness of a dream and there's one whole episode where Finn and Jake are like trapped in the dream by this big worm by the king worm and like everything is just like slightly unnerving and slightly wrong like Finn's ears are just slightly too long and I just it just yeah, it just makes watching those makes me feel like the weirdness of like being in a dream and everything is just not quite right. I just yeah, it's just, I think it's amazing how they actually like can convey all of that with like the pacing and 
and all the different shapes and colors and stuff. It's just, it's perfect. I love it. Yeah, definitely. And I, the, um, another thing, just the, the music, the theme song and the song that plays over the end credits. It's another thing where it's like, they are kind of sweet light songs that could appeal to kids, but they also sound like they would fit perfectly on like an indie band's debut album. Like, um, definitely stuff that you could like feel that 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 could be pop music um that doesn't feel it doesn't feel like a tv theme song necessarily um and it's just another detail that's like um yeah so well thought out and so yeah i literally cried in the when i mean the whole of the last episode just makes me cry whenever whenever it comes on shuffle i'm like now i can't i need to be in like the right space to watch this but the fact that at the very end of that episode they started playing the full version of like the end credits song. I just like started crying. I was like, like it's such like a simple thing. It was like such a bittersweet feeling like, oh, it's coming to an end, but like we finally get to hear this whole song and it's so beautiful. And like, it's the same song that's been there for the whole thing, for like 10 years. And they just saved the whole thing just for this last moment. And it was just like so special. Yeah, the songwriting is amazing. I love how they covered um, a Mitski song as well in one of the episodes. Um, they they had Marceline like singing it for like a band competition, and that was really cool. I feel like that was like a nod to like the older um, demographic, I guess, like young adults that that list that watch the show. Yeah, and all, all of the all of like the musical numbers are so catchy. And and in the last episode, well, the song that BMO sings is so sweet uh, and that makes me cry as well um <laughs> it's just so yeah yeah very emotional and it, like you said the musical numbers in the individual episodes as well like sometimes with uh animated stuff i find it really annoying and it feels like it breaks up the episode when there's just all of a sudden uh you know really long razzle dazzle like family guy or something sometimes those songs just feel a bit like thrown in because they you know they wanted to do a song and so they just built the episode around having the song in it and with adventure time it all feels really well integrated and you can imagine those characters like starting to sing those songs in context so yeah it's pretty great i know you have to run so i really appreciate this this was um a ton of fun for me and uh yeah thank you so much for making time for me yeah no problem thanks uh, thanks for your time yeah all right take care Thank you. You as well. Bye. Bye. That was pretty cute, right? Worth waiting for, I'd say. Thanks again to Robin for chatting with me. The new Cave Town single, Frog, is out right now, and you should listen to it to whet your appetite for the main event, his new album, Worm Food, which is out on November 4th. And that is pretty much all I've got for you this week. Don't worry. I'm back next week with another exciting episode. But for now, stay sweet, have fun, and until next time, bye.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.